everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of This Week in CLG. My name is Miss Harvey, and I'm joined today with two wonderful oh. guests for a very special special show. We have Megan, uh, director of... Wait, you just... Jeez, you just said it, and it, I guess my brain uh, broke. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Megan, you are clinical director at RAND, yeah. uh, a charity. We're going to talk a little bit more uh, about this later. And then she's a wonderful content creator and speedrunner who's just the best in the world. Uh, every time you play, you break records and you win medals. So how are you both? Uh -oh. oh, can you hear me? Audio? Oh, we lost myself. Oh. I lost contact. Oh, uh, am I back? Oh, there we go. We're yes. back. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Hi, okay, so I'm going to just re regroup, reset. Hi, both of you. How are you both? Good. Yeah, been a solid Monday. Productive. So that's always helpful. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, glad that holidays are coming soon because I can use a break. <laughs> you bet you and us all of us both uh megan where are you located right now we haven't had um, a chance I, to talk about that yeah i just recently moved to south dakota so oh. we got a lot of snow last week and we're supposed to get a snow and ice storm either tonight or tomorrow so not excited for that but excited that wow. i work from home and don't have to go outside in the snow and ice <laughs> I'm really excited about snow for you. It's I'm I'm in in Canada, so it's pretty cold right now. Uh, cheese, just for oh. Megan, let her know where you are right now. <laughs> uh, I'm in Madrid, in the big old <laughs> Europe. <laughs> very nice, very nice. And it does not snow here. It's nice here. I mean, we have lucky winters, not too bad. So, yes, that's nice. Very He's enjoyable enjoyable <laughs> summer in spain or winter in spain uh quite jealous of that okay so before we jump into today's show which is to talk about seasons of giving we're gonna kind of announce and launch seasons of giving at clg this week uh before that i want to talk about what happened last week in clg so real quick not a lot of action as you know lcs is in off season but if you are fans of fgc we do. We did have Kadokor um, did her Tekken World Tour NA Regional Final. She finished fifth, um, so she got fifth place. She did not qualify for the main World Tour event, but there will still be a chance for her to make it because I do believe there's a last chance qualifier, and we're excited to see if she can uh, if she can make it there. We also had the Games Awards. I don't know if you both follow that Megan and Cheese, but one of our content creator, Kareem Cheese. Not to be confused with uh, cheesy or cream cheese or all the <laughs> other cheese uh, was there. And he also appeared in an AMD commercial for the show. So it was pretty cool. Uh, is this the kind of things that you guys follow? Like Game Awards, for example? Um, I saw a little I'm, bit of it. Yeah, but I followed a little bit. Not, not too much. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think I was that night I was out. Oh, yeah, it was my uncle's birthday party, so I couldn't actually watch it live. But um, there was a lot of, there was some funny drama, <laughs> of course, and uh, some awesome moments. Like, I didn't know they were doing a content creator award, and I think it was kind of sudden. People were like, oh, they're doing a content creator of the year award. That was cool. Some really nice stuff. Um, Who won? You and, 
I is Ludwig, of course. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Ludwig. Um, I'm glad you won. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the goat. He, you know, he's awesome. Yeah, he has some awesome stuff, and uh, yeah, it was it was enjoyable. Okay, so that was that's pretty much all that happened. I know that Apex team also competed a bit. Uh, unfortunately, didn't really do too well in the ALGS uh, event this weekend. So. Uh, they have so many tournaments. I don't know if you guys follow Apex, uh, Megan and Cheese, but they compete in a tournament every day. There's There was a really good tournament Saturday where they competed. I think they finished uh, top eight or something. And then the next day, there's another one. And then I bet tomorrow's going to be another one. They just have tournaments every day. And it's all like 5Ks, 30Ks, 35Ks, 50K invitational. Like, it's just like really intense. So the Apex community is just popping. Um... So that's pretty much it that would happen last week in CLG. It was pretty mild. But um, why we are here today with Cheese and Megan, there's a very specific reason. We're kicking off seasons of giving at CLG. This is our third year in a row that CLG Boost, which is pretty much our social um, outreach and everything that we do for the community is kicking it again. And it's all for Christmas. It's all for everyone. Well, not just Christmas, but it's just a way to give back to people in the community of uh, families, art workers, small business businesses, uh, people in need and whatnot. So we have a pretty packed week. And right after this show, all of it is going to be on our social. But one of the main events this week is definitely going to be our fundraising for RAD. Um, and, and because we, we are working with rad this year we figured that we would have megan on so she could explain by herself um a little bit about rad and what you guys do over there yeah so we started as a world of warcraft guild our founder jason dockton kind of got everything kicked off on his own it was just kind of a, a thing he started was in a bad place wanted to help one other person before he kind of removed himself from the board, so to speak, um, and thought that that would be a balance. And so got someone connected with therapy um, and then helped another and helped another and helped another and the nonprofit. And so people can come to us for help with connecting to the therapist if they have insurance or they have a budget for therapy. And if they don't, then we can help them cover the cost of therapy or medication, um, psychiatry is something a few of our clients are looking for in addition to therapy so we can help get them in touch with the right provider for whatever their needs are trauma um, depression anxiety ocd kind of whatever their specific needs are we can find a therapist who specializes in that who's either taking their insurance willing to work with us so we do kind of all the heavy lifting and making sure that you get matched with someone who's going to be good for you and what you need um and yeah just kind of take that stress away because we've had Quite a few of our clients are like, it's just hard being told no when you're already not in a great place. And then, you know, you're reaching out because you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to start going to therapy. I'm going to get help that, you know, I know that's going to be good for me. And then you get all these emails. So it's like, I'm not taking new clients. Sorry, I don't take that insurance, whatever it is. So we get to take all the no's and then we get to give you the yeses of who's going to be. So it takes a lot of stress away from people, which is really been super great. I've been here a little over a year now, so I kind of as a director run our care side. So all of our case managers that help get people connected and things. 
uh, chat. If you do have questions regarding Rad, make sure to ask because we have someone right here, right now. I forgot to mention it. Uh, also, if you have questions for Cheese, obviously. <laughs> but uh, I mean, the you kind of glance over the history of Rad, but damn, that was a that was a, a rough uh, beginning, right? Uh, something really dark um mm -hmm. actually kind of kind of a phoenix situation where something yeah. that was going to be it for someone ended up being an amazing project uh and i, I saw on the website that this all happened in 2012 so it's been like are you celebrating your 10 years yeah yeah about that yeah it's pretty exciting Congratulations. It's, it's, yeah. seems wild that yeah just kind of one moment for him turned into helping so many people and we work internationally so we've got clients all over the place that we can help get connected and we've got a client in the netherlands right now and so it's just yeah really great to spend our time helping people and it's such a mental health is such a tough tough subject and hard for people to get to that point where they go yes i want to want to get to get to getting help and then to for them to have to take those all of those steps on their own can be really difficult. So we're there to guide them through the process. I um uh, since it started in gaming, is Rad really focused on gamers or is it just open to everyone? Uh, open to everyone, yeah. Like we definitely started in the gaming community. That's where our roots are. That's where we love to to do stuff and support friends in the gaming industry and all of that. All of that good stuff um but definitely yeah just looking to get help and, and go to our website and click on the start therapy tab our applications are closed at the moment um just while we handle kind of our big influx of people um we've seen so much growth over the last year which has been absolutely amazing so looking at, looking at making sure we can spend the time we need to with the people on the wait list and then get back up when our team's good to go for I posted the link in the chat of the website. Um, this is amazing. I could ask you so many questions. I want to add cheese into the mix a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know that, uh, you know, I'm not sure if Megan is aware, but speedrunners especially do a lot of fundraising. Uh, throughout the year, I feel that most of your events, you fundraise for someone. And there's a lot of selfless uh work in your profession right now cheese um why do you think that is actually that speedrunners are like beacon of of giving back that's a good question because i think it well first i would like to mention that i um i really love the whole thing that you guys do in rad about taking the stress away from the finding help process. I wanted to put mm -hmm. that in there because like that, that is so important and huge because I have people in my family that, you know, that need this kind of help and, and, and the stress of, of, of going through the process of finding this help is enough for them not to want to do it in the first place. And sometimes these certain mental health issues stop you from being able to take on, um, uh, tasks i guess like that mm -hmm. of like finding help and stuff and having to reach out to people some people have problems um 
socializing that kind of stuff so they don't have the they have problems reaching out to people and and they need help so that's that is awesome i love that you guys do that um so the speed running and charity thing um speed running got big in the first place because of charity events and i think that's that that first of all is i think the whole reason why charity um is so or speedrunning is so well known for charity because ever since the beginning it was like people see speedrunning and they immediately think oh charity marathons you know um of course gdq is most of the reason for that but i would also think I, i've talked to some people about it before i would um and they kind of have the opinion and I, I think i have this opinion too where a lot of speedrunners speedrun because of um one specific emotion i guess which is nostalgia um, the nostalgia of replaying the games that you grew up with in a very interesting, fun, crazy, glitchy, fast <laughs> way kind of gives you another reason to replay your favorite games again. Um, the feeling of that nostalgia kind of has a... Um, it, it has a, a, a almost like a... It, it gives you... It, especially in the old days, it, it gives you this feeling of like, I don't care about if I make money doing this or anything, it's so nostalgic for me and I enjoy it so much that I just want to do it with my friends and have a good time. And I think that selfless mindset kind of works so well with charity. So it's like, we're just playing these old games again because of our nostalgia and, and our you know childhood memories. And let's add something as like raising money for charity to just make it even more worthwhile. So it kind of works really well together, that emotion mixed with like, um, adding charity into it I, and i personally think that's why there's so much charity in speedrunning it just works really well with the idea of why speedrunning is a thing in the first place um mm -hmm. so it just it's just a really good combination with that said though the past like two years or so um competitive speedrunning of course is now kind of kicking off so yeah. we have that like competitive speedrunning where i've i've just <laughs> the past four months i went to like three different competitive events where I competed for actual prize pools. So now there's like an esports speedrunning scene growing. Um, but they also raise money in those charities. So you have the best of both worlds kind of situation. So it's uh, it's even cooler. So now um, even more possibilities are opening up for speedrunning, which is really exciting for everyone. Yeah, I always wondered why there wasn't as many esports. Uh, and you know, we were the only, we're one of the only, I don't want to say the only, one of the only org that has speedrunners. And I always find it really cool to say that. Uh, so I'm glad it's picking up. Uh, I, yeah. You know, I need to put that in my mental note for 2023. Maybe just putting it in the, putting it in the universe, as you say. Maybe we need to do like a, like a big event this summer, cheese, uh, where we can do like, <laughs> we can mix both um, for a, a CLG boost event again. Um, but Megan, have you uh personally maybe not just rad but you have you ever watched a speedrunning event that uh raised charity that raised money for charity um not a specific event but i have like watched some videos of speedrunning and stuff on YouTube. okay okay so i hope that you're gonna be able to watch the event tomorrow it's a little Definitely. different than what traditional uh speedrunners events do so usually uh what cheese goes to or participate in it's like one stream 
and then we uh he comes on and there's someone on the kind of on the on the on a couch talking about things and then there's a bunch of spectators and and like everyone is kind of gathering as a community tomorrow we're doing a speed relay i think cheese if i'm not mistaken it's gonna be uh with the three of your comrades um and y'all are gonna be kind of pushing the charity to each other if i'm not mistaken yeah so i think the first i think how it works is the first two hours will be all together and then oh yes okay so yeah, it's Linkus, the... you as as ZFG and Majinfil, right? And Majinfil, yeah. So I think the first two hours will be all together, where I think Phil is going to be kind of like highlighting um, stuff with all of us together. And then after those two hours, we have like four more hours of us individually on our streams raising money together, but just on our individual oh, streams for the same. I see. Uh, okay, for so the same not a relay, basically. Not a relay. Yeah, it was. Okay, it was so the original idea. Okay, yeah. cool. First time we do that. I love it. Um, yeah. Side note, uh, I did the last event, Megan, with Prince of Persia, <laughs> and yeah. I was I was not able to finish my my run in my <laughs> allowed time. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad this year it's not in my ends. But maybe I should uh, polish my speed running and then do it again next time. Uh, mm. So that's great. Um, I'm not sure what the goal is. Um, she's uh, it, it like it really depends on the communities. But one thing that I also want to ask you um, is, well, let's start with Megan. Megan, how does Rad? Uh, first of all, like, how does your budget work? Is it completely running on donations, support for the government? Like, how does how does it function right now? Yeah, um, donations and these events and things, fundraisers is kind of big source of our okay our funds so yeah i mean we launched the community care program with train this year so that was great that's kind of another avenue we're exploring but yeah the main thing is is donations and kind of the communities that we've been able to get a part of we just did charathon which is real big in which music and that was super fun and so yeah it's just been kind of great to build this kind of large community for rad within all of these smaller or you know like a huge village these littler things that we've been able to get involved with and it's super great to to be here and i'm really looking forward to watching tomorrow i so. forgot about the train wreck stuff uh it was rad i didn't i didn't know mm -hmm. um so that's good uh, he's always spinning really awesome crazy ideas i remember when he spinned that one i thought that was that was amazing i'm glad that he's involved with with your team uh geez why is okay so there was a there was one part of the question earlier about why speed running and charity and you kind of answered like speed runners side but why is the community also showing up like how are you guys able to gather so much money every time i feel that like people are so generous when you guys uh speed run and and fundraise like where does that come from um i think it i I think it's tied to the idea of um, when people watch speedruns, like there's the general speedrun viewer that likes watching speedruns, they they feel that they're watching and they're enjoying because of that the same nostalgic like emotion. So they, mm -hmm. they watch and they're like, oh my God. Like so many times a common comment that you see is, oh my God, you're playing Super Mario 64. I grew up on this game. I love this game. <laughs> And that still 
feeling of dopamine. You that? Yeah, of course, all the time. Yeah, um, and you know, same with with all the other games that CFG and Roger Phil and Linkus play. The Zelda yeah. games, especially Zelda, oof, they're very nostalgic games that people watch. So when they watch it, they get this kind of like hit of dopamine, like, oh my god, this childhood game I grew up with. And then when they see oh, they're, they're raising money for charity, I would love to donate to charity for my favorite games growing up, you know? So it 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 creates that kind of like, I want to give back what I was given as a child with these amazing games that I grew up with. So a lot of times when people send comments, a lot of the, they send donations, a lot of the comments for the donations would be stuff related to that. You know, I love to support this charity. I grew up with this game. You know, it's so awesome to see people playing these games again you know, take my money, basically. It's, it's just a very giving um, environment, you yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it, it kind of just worked out that way by chance. Um, so it's just a perfect fit. Do you, uh, do you sometimes feel, this is just on a personal level, because I used to fundraise a lot. I don't stream that much anymore, but do you feel kind of like fundraising fatigue sometimes from your community? Like, do you have to, gauge how much how many times do you mm -hmm. fundraise during the year yeah of course of course you can't do too much too fast um especially if you have the same general audience you know so if it's just on your stream you're gonna have most of the viewers are gonna be more or less the same that come in again so if you did a charity stream and you do one again two weeks later you know it's gonna be like i would love to give again but like you know like it's yeah. you know it's too much for me so, yeah, of course, there's that involved, you know. Um, tomorrow, of course, is not really that case because um, I don't think each any of us individually have done any charity stuff for a while. And hey. because it's like the whole CLG team together, it's kind of like a big, it's hype, you know. It's like, oh, CLG and all the runners together are raising money, you know. So it's it's um, it's going to be a, you know, a, a group hype event. So um, I only spent... Good things for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, me too. I I hope it's gonna go well. We this is the only fundraising we are doing this year. Um, we uh, Megan, just to put you in context, uh, I was away for the beginning of the year, and I usually run a lot of the CLG boost stuff. So we kind of try to cramp in a lot of the things at the end of the year. But uh, very excited about seasons of giving. Um, the show is uh, almost wrapping up. We uh, are almost at the end of it. But I want want to ask either megan or cheese do you have any questions for each other this is this is your time you're fundraising money for megan cheese <laughs> <laughs> well to be any honest questions? um when she explained about uh the process of which like how they go through helping people you know that that was that was kind of like a question i was going to ask like how exactly do you help somebody that's in need mm -hmm. and i think it's like i said it's amazing i love that so much I actually myself I'm thinking about doing it or you know being a part of rad because sometimes I'm like I need help especially for stuff like us you know more on the sports psychology side I don't know if you guys um you guys probably mm -hmm. would touch on that kind of stuff like I guess a question would be that if if a streamer or a competitive gamer have they ever re uh, those kind of people reached out to you kind of looking for help on the like competitive mm -hmm athletic side of things like i need somebody to help me with burnout or motivation or something yeah we've had we've had quite a few come through and you know kind of need that you know performance type 
aspect of the high pressure job and the high pressure career type stuff and so yeah that's something that we can we can work through so kind of when you come to rad how it works is you, you fill out the application and then one of our case managers reaches out and that's kind of to guide you through the whole process and get you connected and then you typically have about a half an hour phone call with them going through um you know just basic information birth date that type of stuff and then kind of what's going on how you're feeling what you feel like you are wanting to talk about in therapy or what you kind of feel like your struggles are um, whatever that is, depression, performance stuff, anxiety, anything like that. Um, and then we kind of just clarify like what it is you're looking for. So if you'd prefer to see a female therapist, we can do that. If you prefer someone who's got um, experience with like the LGBTQ plus community, that's something a lot of our clients ask for. So that's something that we can make sure that a therapist has experience with. And so then we interview the therapists, we reach out to them, try to get them on the phone, video call, whatever it is make sure they're a good fit, and then send um, whoever the client is all of the therapist information, including the best way to get started, so that you can just send that email or make that call, and you know that person like has room for you, and it should be all good to go. Wow, that's amazing. One, uh, um, one thing I want to mention. Oh, go ahead, Cheese. Go ahead. No, I was just going to add, I guess, I like the how you guys have the option to like choose whether or not you want a female or a male therapist or... And mm -hmm. that's really interesting because I feel like even I have experienced that where I've had that feeling where um, I and I thought it was a weird thing, but I, I think it's a lot more common than I think where um, I've, I've thought um, I've had that thought where, you know, I think I would rather talk to uh, a female therapist about this one thing because I think they can understand me mm -hmm. a bit better. And the same goes for the other side, you know, so that's really interesting. Yeah, it's one of those that sometimes people are like when you, you ask that question, it's like, okay, do you have a preference? And they immediately know. And then sometimes people are like, oh, I didn't, I didn't think about that. But now that you mention it, yeah. Like, yeah, I can see how one may be helpful or depending on some possible trauma, like that may just be a better fit to go with one over the other. Or again, if you've got someone who's um, non-binary, they may ask if they can find someone non-binary. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. So we can try and do that as well. But um, yeah, we, we try to, to get all of the preferences from you that, that we can. So um, age, race, gender, religion, if that's important, all of those types of things. So we can match you with, yeah, who's going to be best for whatever it is that's going on. That's awesome. Love it. I, um, I, I, I've, I've started seeing a therapist online for the last two years. And I want to say that even though I'm seeing someone, every time i have my meeting i'm like i don't want to talk to someone i don't want to see that person then i get into the meeting and i'm always like oh i'm grateful i went it was actually really helpful but the most of the time i always think i feel like shit so i don't want to talk to anyone and i kind of want to cancel my therapist because i feel like shit but he's the reason why i would yeah. feel better you know <laughs> like he's, that's why he's there because yes. i feel like shit <laughs> so yeah. i can understand like if I already have a meeting booked in my calendar and I don't even want to go how like the smallest of the little like fans would just not even make me go through the next step when I feel really bad. Um, I, uh, I also, when I started seeing a therapist again, I don't know geez, if you ever tried that, but I tried talking to AIs online. So I just talked to like arti artificial intelligence online about, Hey, so, and then the, the AI just 
say, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, I'm not okay. And then it just like has a conversation with you. Uh, and that was kind of like my first step before seeing the therapist. And then when I reached the like maximum, what the AI could tell, could give me, I'm like, okay, I think I need a real email now. <laughs> that is a really interesting way to approach it. That's, yeah. That's, it was that's, like, that's a... I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to bother anyone with my things, but I'd talk to like a bot. <laughs> like I'd write <laughs> a bot, you know. Uh, well, it's it's quite awesome. Uh, both of you, the work that you're doing for Rad tomorrow, and just in general for Rad, uh, I think it's something that's very important. And I honestly cannot wait to watch your stream all day tomorrow. Cheese as well. I'm gonna put it on the side while I work all day, and uh, I might even donate a little bit of chat to support y'all's um, y'all's uh, effort tomorrow. Awesome. excited for it okay so as we wrap this show i just want to talk about what's going on this week in clg again like i said lots of apex actions all of it is going to be updated on our twitter um but mainly again i want to want to repeat it too much but it's going to be seasons of giving we're going to have an eating and feeding with chris g our social media extraordinaire manager and we're also going to have a run it thursday again on thursday night so those are for fighting games so make sure to tune in if you like that on clg.tv uh and this saturday there's going to be a omega striker tournament open to everyone it is co-ed so find yourself um uh, two friends and register to the samsung open for a chance to win a thousand dollars and all of that during all of these shows we're going to be talking about seasons of game we're going to try to add on to the money that cheese is going to be raising tomorrow thank you so much to you both uh good luck cheese tomorrow anything you want to plug before we head out let's start with megan uh no no nothing to plug just check out rad if you're interested while i said applications are closed there is a spot where you can put your email in and you'll get notified when applications are open again so do that and we look forward to helping you out and thank you so much cheese and clg for fundraising for us i'm actually really excited to watch tomorrow so let's go <laughs> it's gonna be fun so you are rad.org if you're interested uh cheese anything you want to plug outside of the stream tomorrow Check out Rad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Uh, um, yeah, you know it. Twitch.tv slash cheese, especially tomorrow, and donate. And um, that's pretty much it, man. Thank you so much, Cheese. Make sure to follow him on social as well. He is a very active speedrunner and or streamer. That was it for another episode of This Week in CLG presented by Spectrum. We have our last This Week in CLG show next week as well. So you don't want to miss that out because we have a surprise for you with our head of CLG, Greg. I'm not saying more. You have to tune in to, to learn out more about it. Bye, everyone. Have a great week.